Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's 200 bucks to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com slash on three and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text Next Step to 533-42 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York. Hello, everybody. Welcome to LettermanRow.com. I am Jeremy Birmingham. This is Bermanology, where we talk to Ohio State recruits, commits, <coughs> targets, prospects from all over the country. Um, we have been focused primarily on the class of 2022 in the last few weeks because, well, for the most part, the class of 2021 is over for the Buckeyes, but there are a couple players still on the board, and one of them is linebacker Rajon Davis from Matter Day High School out there in California, and he is joining us today. Rajon, thanks for taking time, man. How are you? I'm good. How are you doing? Doing well. Thank you. Th- these last few months have been a little bit weird for you, I think. Obviously, you, you've been watching college football. You have were committed to LSU for a year, decided to reopen things up about uh, 10 days before uh, you know it would have marked one year exactly. Um, yeah. We'll just begin there. I'm not going to ask you to go into the specifics of everything that, you know, made you change your mind or, or made you reopen things. But how hard was that entire situation? Because it's not like you don't care for the people at LSU or that you don't have, you know, fond feelings for Coach Orgeron and, and their program. Um, but ultimately, what <clears throat> was it that you said, hey, I need to take a step back? Well, it was really just. I knew that the coaches were like kind of getting shaky with all the positionings and everything. So I knew that some coaches were going to have to leave. And then I've always like, after Coach Aranda left, I didn't know like where I would fit in with that. But then Coach Bellini, he showed me like that I'd still be able to play in his defense. But um, really, it was just, I think losing the two defensive coordinators really hit me. And I was like, I don't know if I want to deal with that again. And, like, if I, if I was to go out there and then, like, my second year, I'd lose another defensive coordinator. I wouldn't want that to happen. So, really, that just made me dial it back a little bit and then open the recruiting process, uh, recruitment process back up. 
And in your recruiting process, because you were committed for so long, a lot of teams, I think, sort of that you may have had interest in, you didn't really get a chance to fully develop the relationships. And then, of course, you had all the stuff going on with COVID-19 and the inability yeah. to visit. Yeah. You, though, were able back in March to stop in to the Woody Hayes Athletic Center on a part of a trip with uh, some some other guys and spent, what, three three hours in the Woody? It was, yeah, it was like two, two. It was like two hours, yeah. I was about two. What about those two hours inside of the facility and get the opportunity to meet with Al Washington and Ryan Day and those guys? What was it about those two hours that made you be like, hey, you know what? Maybe I want to know more about them and that kept that relationship building over the last few months when a lot of other schools have probably uh, fallen off to the wayside. Well, um, with Ohio State, I actually, like, when I got the offer, I was really, like, I was excited about it because it was always, like, a dream offer of mine because I always knew, how like, how big of a school they were and how great they were. So, honestly, I was, like, I was lucky ready to commit to them before LSU. But then, um, like, LSU, like, I just started – I started talking to Coach Randa more because I, uh, I hadn't talked to the defensive coordinator that much at Ohio State. But then uh, – so I started talking to Randa more and more, and he just got my attention, so – that's why I really went with LSU, but Ohio State was one of my first options. Like that's where I really wanted to go. So like when I went up there, it was just it was just it was everything I thought it would be. It was super nice, super like high tech and everything. It was like one of the best facilities I've been to. So that's really that's really what had me like locked in a little bit and made me want to see it a little bit more. But I just hope my parents could get up there too. Well, that was obviously Ohio State under coordinator Jeff Halfley, who's now the Boston College head coach. Yeah. Kerry yeah. Combs is, is back in Columbus, and you're watching the Buckeyes defense this year. As a linebacker, I'm just going to ask you specifically, what have you seen on film from the Buckeyes linebacker core that has uh, increased your interest? Uh, really, at 47, Justin Hillier, he plays a lot like me, sort of. So I like what he does. He's able, he, he's flying around there making plays all the time. So that really gets me excited, and it shows me that like, I, could, I could go out there and make plays just like that my freshman year, sophomore year, and then like for continuing on. And then I'll be able to uh, increase my draft stock. Here's a funny thing, Rajon. Uh, Justin Hilliard committed to Ohio State on July 3rd, 2014. Oh, right before, right before 4th of July? 2014. He's been, he's been in the program for seven oh, years. Oh, no, yeah, that's what, I told my, I told my, that's what I told my parents. I was like, he's been there for so long, so I'm happy he's finally getting his run. Yeah, he's he's one of uh, one of my favorite kids I've ever covered. Uh, Justin is um, an example of if you put in the work, eventually the good things are going to happen for sure. Yeah, that's exactly what it is. And for that because I, I kind of went some, like went through something like that in modern day. Like I had to work for my starting position, so that's why I was like, oh, I, I like him a lot. He seems like a hard worker. Matter Day is one of the country's most talent rich programs. I mean, everyone who covers high school football recruiting knows of it. The Buckeyes have tried. Uh, fairly hard in the last few years to, to get into that program. I mean, starting back with Elias, uh, then there was some obvious interest with Jalen Davies, yeah. and then now yourself in the 22 class with Damani and C.J. Williams. How important is it for you guys? I mean, I, you followed Elias, you know, with the early commitment to LSU. How much impact is there from dudes like in your high school picking a, a college, and what does that, you know, do for you? Well, we're all like, we all come from like a lot of different places. So we're not, it's, we don't really make our decisions based off of like each other. Like we just, we really just do the best for us and our family. That's kind of what it is. Like when we sent, when we sent ourselves to modern day, it was just like, he's doing this for you. You have to make the best outcome of this. And then 
So like really, it doesn't really matter where your friends are going because at the end of the day, you know, you'll be able to talk to them later on in life. So that's really modern day taught us. They say you just got to do what's the best for you. What is um, your relationship like with Ryan Day right now? I mean, obviously, I know the majority of your conversations are with Al Washington, but what do you think of, of Ryan Day? What do you think of the program that he's built in the two years he's been the head man? And, um, you know, just a little insight into what makes that connection different. Uh, well, Coach Day, he's super cool. I, I loved him. Like, uh, we were, t like, doing Zoom calls over the summer, so – and uh, just talking to him and just getting to know his family and everything. He's a super cool dude. And I, I can tell he's a really good coach and the players love him. Like the, the, all the players, they seem happy. They seem like they're having fun out there. It's, it, it makes it look easier for them to play football. Rajon, how important is the crystal ball? Because uh, if you haven't noticed in the last few weeks, all of a sudden every crystal ball that's connected to your name says you're going to USC and the Buckeyes are wasting their time. <laughs> the crystal ball is just, I don't know where they get their information from, but like, I don't think they get it from the kids. I think it's like from, I don't even know. They just, they just come up with stuff in their heads, but, uh, I just think that like they should stop doing that for kids because it just, I think it ruins the whole recruiting process for everybody. So. I feel like that's just, a, it's just weird, sort of. Well, I ask that in jest as far as whether or not the Buckeyes are wasting their time, but it, there is a thought right now, oh, no. especially on the West Coast, um, now that Corey has uh, picked USC, Sierra Wright picked USC, there's this, you know, revitalization <laughs> happening out there under the Trojans, or at least that's what, you know, the, the talk is. How hard is it to consider leaving home at this point? I mean, is there is there any sort of pull for you to, you know, pressure to stay home? Um, it's not really pressure. It's just like people want me to stay home. Like my some of my family members, they want me to stay home and come play for the uh, USC. But I don't really. It's not pressure for me because I know like anywhere I go, I can go and start and I can go play, make an immediate impact. So really, that's how I look at it. I just want to see who could develop me the most, and then also where I can get the best education. Is is there anyone inside of the Ohio State recruiting class that you have a you know strong relationship with? Any of the dudes in that class that you've gotten to know pretty well? Uh, I know Evan. I've met Evan like a few times. Uh, Evan Pryor, he's a super cool dude. I talk to Reed a lot. Um, I talk to Trey. I've been talking to Trey lately. Uh, and then Ben the lineman, he's he's super cool. Uh, that's really about it. I don't talk to, but I know I know the other dudes like Lathan and all them. They're super cool. For for someone that's a linebacker, and you look at the the Buckeyes twenty one class, there's only one linebacker in it. Um, mm. You know, they're, they're losing their top four linebackers from the roster uh, after this season with yeah, yeah, Tough yeah. Borland, Pete Warner, uh, Justin Hilliard, and Baron Browning all leaving. I mean, if as you look at that, there's not a lot of experience on the, the roster <laughs> behind them. And then the other guys are actually juniors. So you have Dallas Gant and, and uh, uh, Kayvon Pope and, and Taraja Mitchell. They'll all be gone after next year. Mm-hmm. How important is a depth chart for someone like you? You're a top forty, top forty prospect in the country. Obviously, you think you, you know, you're going to be able to compete for playing time no matter where you go. But how, how, what are the things that you're really looking at that matter the most? Uh, really, I'm just looking at just where I could play, like play earliest, like where I could just where I'll be able to have the best opportunity to play the earliest, and then really just where I'll be developed the most. Because I really, I just know I have to get ready. For the NFL, hopefully, if, I, if I'm able to make it there. But also, I need to be able to uh, have academics and then be able to get a career out of that. So I'm just looking for the best, like, all-around opportunity that will just have me better in the long run. You made the difficult decision um, 
to hold off on early signing and early enrolling so that you could play your senior year at Matter Day. What are what are things going? How are things going out there in California as far as you know the hope to play? Uh, really, I don't know how it's going. Like we're kind of behind the scenes. The kids they don't really tell us too much, but um, I would say I think they they're talking about club teams now, not even doing like the whole CIF Southern Section thing. So. I don't know. I I really don't like how they've handled this the whole th- the whole COVID situation. I feel like they could have done better, like let us play without fans or something. But I guess they just they felt like it wasn't uh, safe, like no, it wasn't safe enough. So I just, I let I, I try not to have too much input on them. Did it wait? Did it work out in your favor though? Obviously with the recruiting stuff because it did maybe at least gave you an opportunity to you know take a step back and not feel like you needed to hurry into a decision. Yeah, that's just, it, it. That is that helped me a lot, and I was able to talk to talk about it with my parents, and then like we was able to just say, you know, maybe we should hold back and just wait it out and not uh, graduate early. So that was I feel like a, that was a very helpful decision. There's some discussion uh, right now, and as I've mentioned at the start of the show, there's really only two guys that Ohio State's still recruiting in 21, and that's you and JT Two Malau. There's some discussion that JT's recruitment could stretch into at least maybe even April or longer. Yeah, uh, probably because the, the last signing day is April third or so, no April first. I mean, so I I know I I was thinking about doing the same thing, but I feel like uh, I I know where I'm. I feel like by the time by like February third, I know where I want to go. So what do you have to do from now? I mean, here we are. It's first week of January. You have basically three and a half weeks. You were yeah. supposed to come visit Ohio State on December twelfth weekend. Is that going to happen? Are you guys going to make a trip? To Columbus because you're, as you said, your parents haven't been there. Uh, yes, we do, we do plan on going in like the next few weeks. We've been talking about it, uh, but I don't know exactly what day, so I, I can't even tell you when, when, like when exactly we're going. It's such a weird time, I mean, like all of the early enrollees. So the Buckeyes have 15 early enrollees. They mm-hmm. were all supposed to be on campus on Monday um, following the Clemson game, and mm-hmm. because at this point Ohio State hasn't had a week off or the coaches haven't had any time. These these early enrollees aren't arriving now till I think, uh, the weekend of the 23rd of January. So you know, everyone is sort of rushing to get themselves into to town. So Yeah, that's that's how it is for a lot of colleges right now. I feel like everybody – because Oregon is doing the same thing. Like all their kids are getting there and the coaches aren't even back yet. But as it, it's just kind of weird. The whole COVID situation is kind of threw everybody off, I feel like. Is uh, hopefully it gets back to normal. Is there any opportunity, Rajan? I guess, and this would be the the big question: if you don't make it to Columbus in these next three weeks, is there any chance you sign with Ohio State in February? Yeah, because it's really up to me. So my parents don't really care. They said it's up to me wherever I want to go. So they 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 said they just really want to get out there because they said because I I showed them videos when I was out there and they was like it's really nice. So we just want to go and meet Coach Washington and everything, but. I mean, it's up to me, so I feel like there's, I don't know, we'll see, February 3rd. <laughs> guys like Denzel Burke, for example, Denzel's an early enrollee for Ohio State, has mm-hmm. never been. He's from Arizona. Right, and he's never been yeah. to Ohio State. He's never been mm-hmm. there, even still. I mean, is there. No, there's a few, it's a few dudes like that. My friend Jalen, he didn't even, when he went to, he committed to Oregon, he'd never been there either. I mean, it, you guys are experiencing something that no recruits have ever had to deal with in, in modern recruiting history. Is there any conversation with guys like Denzel? I mean, obviously Trey Henderson 
Um, he, he did visit the city of Columbus in November, but he'd never been there before and still hasn't, yeah. still hasn't been able to meet on. You've been on Ohio State's campus with coaches longer than he has. Yeah. That's what I was. I, I, that's what I was like. That's crazy how I did that. He he like he committed, but I was. I, when I when I went up there, I felt the vibe for sure. I, but I was committed at the time, so I mean, I was honestly, I, I didn't know how to feel about it. But I was. I called my parents and I told them like how I, how like how how much I liked it, and they they just wanted me to wait a little bit. So I was just like, all right. Well, you got about three and a half weeks left to figure it out, man. So. Uh, I'm going to let you get out of here and carry on with your day. I appreciate you taking time to join the show. That's Rajon Davis from Matterday High School in California. I'm Jeremy Birmingham. This has been Bermanology on Letterman Row. Thanks for watching, everyone. We'll be back next week. Madness is here. Say goodbye to busted brackets because FanDuel lets you bet on every game of the tournament. Whether you're betting on a big upset or a one seed, it's time to go dancing on America's number one sports book. Right now, new customers get $200 in bonus bets if your first $5 bet wins on FanDuel. That's $200 to use on point spreads, money lines. You can even pick who's going to win it all. Just visit FanDuel.com on3 and bet on college hoops until they cut down the nets. Must be 21 and older and present in select states. First online real money wager only. $10 first deposit required. Bonus issued as non-withdrawable bonus. Bets that expire seven days after receipt. See terms at sportsbook.fanduel.com. FanDuel is offering online sports wagering in Kansas under an agreement with Kansas Star Casino, LLC. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER or visit fanduel.com slash RG in Colorado, Iowa, Michigan, New Jersey, Ohio, Pennsylvania, Illinois, Kentucky, Tennessee, Virginia, and Vermont. Call 1-800-NEXT-STEP or text next step to 53342 in Arizona, 1-888-789-7777 or visit ccpg.org slash chat in Connecticut, 1-800-9-WITH-IT in Indiana, 1-800-522-4700 or visit ksgamblinghelp.com. Dot com in Kansas, one eight seven 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 zero stop in Louisiana. Visit mdgamblinghelp.org in Maryland. Visit one eight hundred gambler.net in West Virginia or call one eight hundred five two two four seven zero zero in Wyoming. Hope is here. Visit gambling helpline ma.org or call eight hundred three two seven fifty fifty four twenty four seven support in Massachusetts or call one eight seven seven eight hope. NY or text Hope NY in New York.